This first reading uh, is one that is com perhaps completely uh, unexpected for those of us who know Jewish history, although not completely. Uh, we know that what happened in World War II with the Holocaust, uh, how many Jews were grabbed just simply because of their ethnicity and their religion, how many were uh, put to death or interred in, in prison camps, uh, uh, left to, to starve, and, and how many, uh, how few actually sur survived all that in ordeal. And so as let us take hold of every Jew by the edge of his garment and say, you ex almost expect die. But that's not the case. And that, uh, in, in the days of Jesus, in the days of Zechariah, in the days of oh, even the Old Testament, time and again, there were uh, times where this persecution against the Jewish people came. And so it would have been as grating to their ear not having that uh, utter decimation that they experienced in the Holocaust. They would have had that sense, though, of this is not what is happening now. And the sense of, oh, I hope it happens soon as do I, even now, today. And not only to our Jewish brothers and sisters, but to us who are, are believers in Christ that is fulfilled, that we, we are, as Catholics, heirs to the Jewish faith. Not that we replace, but we fulfill, because Jesus Christ fulfills. And with that kind of idea, you know, we have this racism that's perhaps present in this American village. Ah, oh, that Jesus, he's just going to Jerusalem. I don't want any part of him. And John and James, you have to admit, Jesus, he was flawless. He was spotless. He was sinless. And yet, John and James, do you want us to call down fire? I was wrong the other day on Sunday when I mentioned, oh, by the way, it might have been John's only fall, failure. They're not one of us. Well, here, do you want us to call down fire? <laughs> they get the name, nick, nickname uh, Sons of Thunder, of course, from this episode. And so Jesus kind of taunts them for it. And we might ask, well, why did Jesus just simply move on? And I think it has to do with a certain word that we find here, that it's only in Luke's gospel that we find it. Uh, and I'm trying to think of which translation it is that has it translated uh, a little bit differently that, that as I contemplate on it, I can't help but think, wow, what a word. And that word that is translated here is resolutely. But in some translations, it's set his face like flint. Do you know what flint is? Flint is a rock. Uh, flint and iron uh, can make fire because the flint is harder than iron. It will uh, slough off a piece of the iron uh, at a quick enough and hot enough speed that that iron can create a spark. And if you have something that is flammable underneath it, a cotton ball or, or oil or, or whatever, if you're quick enough and uh, smart enough, you know exactly how to, how to light a fire from that. I'm not one of those guys, by the way. <clears throat> That's the extent of my flint and iron uh, knowledge. But to think, he set his face like flint, hardened against everything, hardened against all opposition, perhaps. It set his heart like, his face like flint in order to journey to Jerusalem, how determined he was. And so when the Samaritans don't accept him, fine. Fine, he might have gone. And yet, 
it's not going to deter me from the mission. And how often, how important that is that we remind ourselves, just as Jesus was resolute, so too should we. Resolute in following him and receiving this Eucharist, resolute in following him in the life, seeking holiness, resolute in, in whatever aspect of our faith it is. First, we have to make sure, of course, it really is God's will for our lives. Of course, seeking sinlessness and, and seeking him in the sacraments and the graces is. But uh, we can be jerks too. You know, that's a big theological term, but uh, we can be jerks about it too. And I, I know one, uh, I've heard the story of one young man who was in seminary who was so regimented, he would literally time his conversations. And if you spent more than 30 seconds than he intended with you, well, it's time for me to go. That might be a little too resolute. <laughs> we also have the word rigid from that. And so the balance, of course. There is balance. What is the will of God for my life this day? And how resolute, how determined am I, am I to fill it? And if somebody else wants to stand in the way, if it's God's will, they're not going to be able to stand. They're not going to hold, hold Jesus back from going to Jerusalem, even though the Samaritans wanted that. Or Jesus is not going to destroy a whole city just because James and John wanted that. He's going to be resolute in doing the will of the Father, preaching the message. And so too should we, resolute, determined, of I will follow Christ no matter how hard it gets. I will follow him no matter how many people are against me. Because if I'm following the Lord, in the end, no one really will stand. And the time will come, back to the beginning, when people will come to us and say, please help us. We heard that God is with you.